Hello, empaths. Welcome to Free Spirited Empaths. This show is for you if you've been struggling to make your online business work for the last 18 months or so, and all you've got is basically an expensive hobby, but you really want to get that first premium client, make your first $5,000 online, and I'm here to show you how to get that in the fastest possible way. Now, my name is Dr. Sophie Henshaw. I'm an empath entrepreneur, and I've been working in the online space now for over 14 years. But it wasn't until this year that I had an amazing breakthrough and things fell into place and I finally figured out how to make that work And I want to help you with that as well. Now, if you're listening to this right now, you are a compassionate, caring person and you want to extend that care into the work that you do with your clients online. You want to make a difference in the world. You want to make a big impact. And let's not forget, most importantly, a location independent income. So let's get started. Hello empaths and today I want to talk to you about how to be a successful online entrepreneur and being a successful online entrepreneur requires two things both of which have almost nothing to do with your skill and competence in your offline profession and I wanted to talk to you about this because I don't see very much or if any information out there that combine these two specific things that I'm going to talk to you about right now in the particular way that I teach my clients to do. So first of all, point number one, this is the skill that you really need, right? You need to learn how to write for an online audience. And number two, you need to start being visible online. So both of those things, a combination of those two things are the basic skills that you need. So let's talk first of all about writing for an online audience because honestly, this is very different from the way in which you write for your profession. And uh, if you're used to writing in a very dry professional style, It can feel very uncomfortable to break out of that mold and to start being more relatable, more yourself in your writing and also more vulnerable. And uh, the big thing about that is, is that, you know, there's a specific kind of style writing for online where because the attention spans of an online audience are so very short, you really have to grab them by the scruff of the neck to draw them in. And if you're writing a post that's too long, honestly, you will lose them. With the exception of if your audience has warmed to you already, they already know you and they follow you, then they're more likely to consume the content that you create. But if you're reaching people who barely know you or who don't know you at all, then you've got to keep your posts sort of fairly short or short enough for them to be hooked in. And for this reason, I don't recommend that you write posts with a continue reading uh, pop-up that comes up on Facebook. 
on your business page because people who visit your business page are generally going to be pretty cold audience and they're just not going to bother. Now, you can click on the um, use the um, tab that says more, like read more. That's okay because it just comes up within that um, tab and doesn't open into a new tab. So it's kind of like little fiddly tricks like that. But the other thing you have to do is you have to be absolutely ruthless about your editing. Prune out all of those um, useless words, the words that don't add anything to your copy. And there's no way around it you need to be able to know what that skill is and then how to edit it and then practice in order to go fast. Now, in the last couple of weeks, I have written a couple of vulnerable posts, which I felt uncomfortable putting out there. And I almost deleted when I was feeling tired. So it does require quite a lot of courage to put yourself out there. And that brings my uh, brings me to my second point, which is around being visible. And there's no way around it. You know, it's scary putting yourself out there and it does require courage. I mean, quite apart from the fact of the possibility of trolls or haters trolling your content, which in and of itself is not necessarily a huge problem. But if you're a professional who, like me, uh, you're one vexatious complaint away from losing your profession, then it takes on a completely different hue. And uh, it does require a lot of courage. And this is where I see new online entrepreneurs, particularly the ones who don't have that support, get really um, sort of disconnected or have those peaks and troughs where they hit those really low moods. Because if you don't have that support to help you face your fears and overcome them, oh boy, you can just go round and round in the same circle. And yesterday, I ran a Facebook Live talking about how uh, you might be in one of three different realms. One is the realm of the Roman helmet. And in this realm, you're feeling some kind of negative emotion such as fear or outrage or disappointment or depression or anything like that at all. And you've got this this helmet on that sort of encapsulates your head with the blinkers, you know, and you can't see very far outside of that. And it's super important not to take any action, not to post or think online when you're in that space, because you're going to regret it, right? The second realm is being stuck in the circus tent. And the circus tent I describe as the realm of what you already know. And if you're a professional person, you're highly educated, you're very intelligent, you're probably extremely experienced. And even so, the range of your knowledge is obviously limited to what you know. Then there is the realm of the metaphysical. That's where we start to go outside of the already known. And you really need to kind of have some help and support to take you into that realm because you will be drawing on new ideas, things that you haven't even imagined yet to be successful in your online business. So uh, being visible is essential. That means writing posts and most importantly, running Facebook Lives. And, and this is where 
people get very, very self-conscious and feel super uncomfortable because it's not an easy thing to overcome, especially if you're just starting out and you have all sorts of judgments about your appearance, the, who you are, the way you look and all of those things. Oh my God, that's a big hurdle to overcome. And I've seen many a new entrepreneur drop off the perch because they just weren't prepared to do what it takes. And more than that, you have to be consistent in the way that you show up. So whereas there's no specific number of times you need to show up in a Facebook Live, um, you know, you can vary that according to suit your needs. But I would suggest that it's quite regular. Now, I have moments for myself. I have times where I can run Facebook Lives every day for five days and then nothing for four or five days. Or sometimes it might be two or three times a week. Or sometimes it's even been twice a day. It, it just really depends when the inspiration strikes. But the thing that makes a difference really is practice. And one or two Facebook Lives doesn't cut it. And that's where I've got a lot of really great information about how to maximize the quality of your Facebook Lives. I've got a little training in my Facebook group, uh, Free Spirited Empaths. So jump on over. I welcome you to join my group. Love to see you in there. And, you know, make the most of the free resources and the free training that you know, that is there for you. Um, the other thing about running Facebook Lives is that when you first start out, you're probably going to feel very uncomfortable and you might, you may come across as very wooden. I mean, I know I did. My first or one of my first videos that I did, I read from a script and it was absolutely awful, but I, it took me the whole day practically to create... <laughs> A video that was under two minutes long because it had to be perfect. The other thing is, is about your appearance. You know, it's like, are you having a good hair day that day? I mean, I don't know about you, but my hair is absolutely wild most of the time. It's like an explosion in a mattress factory. And on any given day, I might be having a bad hair day. And it really gets to the point of like, oh, you know what, okay, the hair is doing its own thing, but I'm going to get on there anyway, because it it's more important to me to create that connection with my audience and to continuously give them value and to build a good relationship than it is about my hair. And honestly, like, I don't think anybody cares about my hair if they're getting good value. So that's really, really challenging. So, um, Part of showing up online is also really about being vulnerable. And look, honestly, that is not my superpower. Um, I've had some very difficult life experiences and I'm also, I also work as a registered health professional and we have to be super, super careful about what we reveal about you know, ourselves. And I think this really comes from, like this is a throwback back in the, the days of Freud, right? Uh, in the very early days of psychotherapy where, you know, you were to come across as a kind of a blank canvas upon which the client could project themselves. And this uh, aspect of projection was an essential part, so it was thought, of psychotherapy. And so you had to come across as being 
bland and almost kind of, dare I say, personality free. So for example, in the early days of psychotherapy, which was mainly dominated by men, they would have um, a consulting room with say a couch with no personal artifacts anywhere in the room, photos or objects or anything like that, that would give away anything about their personality. Uh, And so can you imagine how cold that would feel? Now, these days, the profession has taken a turn towards the feminine and probably in other professions as well. There's more and more women in the workforce. There's more and more women in high status roles, professions, corporations and so on. And we just do things differently. Now, as the client of a psychotherapist you know, many years ago, I don't really appreciate that cold sort of approach at all. And I like to be warm and personal with my clients, whether online or offline, because I think it's really important that people know that you are a genuine person with genuine caring and who can, you know, who is invested in your client's well-being in a genuine way. Because, you know, if you don't care, then what's the point? And whether my clients are online or offline, the, the caring is still the same, right? So that's something that is very important for your client in your online business to understand that you really care because if you've been on the receiving end of no caring or very little caring you know the difference and you know as sure as anything which one you prefer so uh let's get back to this this online journey it can be very lonely you're rattling around in your head for hours on end you may have Uh, few to no colleagues other than maybe in the odd Facebook group and feeling very um, sore and and vulnerable about your own feelings that go up and down you know sometimes you may have hit really low ebbs I mean I know I do from time to time and you may be stuck in those for days on end and not really have a um a reliable way to pull yourself back out again and the thing about being successful online is that you have to project leadership which means projecting confidence about who you are and what you do and so in that way it's a piece about high self-esteem that if you have a difficult relationship with yourself or if you doubt yourself or if you're critical of yourself it just makes it all the harder. So there are many different obstacles to overcome within yourself, as well as the thing about the writing and the uh, visibility. So in my work with clients, my one-on-one work with coaching clients online, this is what I help you with to get to where you want to be from where you are now, which is a successful online business that involves getting your first high paying premium client or making your first $5,000 online in the fastest possible way. And I really want to support you in that goal. And let's get you there in the fastest possible way so that you don't spend years in the online netherworld and treading water and not going very far or very fast. 
And I know what it's like because I spent years in the nether, so-called nether waters myself and ended up with a very expensive hobby. So I don't want that for you. I want you to do really well. I want you to succeed. And I want to help you to face your fears and have the courage that it takes to overcome those fears. Let's do it together. So if you're ready to take that next step, if you're ready to say, oh, I'm, I'm so fed up with treading water, I really want to go ahead now and do whatever it takes, then I invite you to book a one-on-one -on -one exploratory call with me and let's see if we're a good fit for working together. I will include my uh, the link to my application form in the show notes and I can't wait to meet you and let's get you to success in your online business in the fastest possible way. Okay, empaths, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you on the next one.